again and welcome to Shots with Killers. I'm Lynn and I'm joined by my unwilling husband because he loves me oh so very much. And I want to apologize for the first episode, leaving out our intro to the podcast. It was my first episode and I, I guess I didn't really plan for it. So for this podcast, I will bring my husband into it and I'll be discussing um, murder stories or maybe some paranormal things. Right, babe? Someone help me. (laughs) Okay, so I had an epiphany after recording our first episode. Okay, I was in the shower, and a thought came to me. And a thought came to me um, where I wanted to incorporate a segment to our show. So I thought maybe for the first 10 to 15 minutes, I would discuss something that was happening right now, something in the news, and I figured we would call it what the shit. Doesn't that sound cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, you don't have I'm a choice anyway. I'm being dragged into that too, so. Yeah. Well, you don't. You cut me off, but you don't have a choice anyways. <laughs> it's my podcast, so. Okay. So last week I was discussing with you the story of the five-year-old boy, who was shot in the head when he was outside riding his bike in his front yard. Do you remember that? That the was the girl podcast? No, it was just randomly in the living room. Uh, I always bring up things to you in, randomly. One year and out the other. Okay. Yes, That's I remember. True. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I wanted to discuss it more right now with you on the podcast because that's a story that um, I've been following because I'm just, I'm so confused. I don't understand why this neighbor did what he did. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, um, a beautiful five-year-old boy, Cannon Hinnant, was killed in North Carolina on August 9th. And he was riding his bike outside in front of his sisters. And his sisters were age seven and eight years old. Um, the neighbor, Darius Sessoms, walked up to Cannon and point blank shot him in the head. See, can I just say something? Like, am I cutting you off, boss? No. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, boss. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why I'm being dragged into your shit. Because you want to talk about the most depressing shit. Well, it's something that's that. relevant right now that's happening. I, I mean, I talk about... I, I, I always read I always read it's these stories. Though. That's all you want to do. I can't help it. When I see these kind of stories, it just... And I mean, even the most craziest thing is that he still hasn't given a motive for the murder. And the night before, Cannon's dad had him over for dinner, and they even drank a beer on the porch the night before. And it's just, it baffles me. I don't understand it. And um, according to the news outlets, um, Cannon's dad said he had no bad blood with um, his neighbor, and he doesn't understand why it happened. Apparently, originally, uh, a neighbor thought that he was playing with the kids. And when it happened, she she still she was in such shock. She didn't she didn't know. And and his dad thought he had fallen off the bike. He heard the gunshot. He comes outside. He thought that his son fell off the bike. And as he got closer, I know you don't like to hear stuff like this, but as he got closer is when he saw the blood and he he realized that his it was worse than what he thought. He still and he there he still hasn't said why he did it. 
I mean, it really don't matter wh why he did it. Did I ever show you who it is that did it? No. Let me show you. He looks... It doesn't even matter why he did it, though. I mean, you're right. It doesn't matter, but it's just... If this dude killed my son, I would have killed him back. I guess, like, for me, I really don't like to listen to this shit because it's just depressing. I just don't understand why, how anybody could sit here and, like... I, I just want to read a depressing story today on somebody. It's not like that, that I. It's not that I you, just sat you, there and I Google that. If I came across it on the internet or Facebook, I'm gonna skip it. I don't See, read I don't that do that. Shit. If I come I across it, I that. read it. I can't. The only thing that I would care about now that you're telling me this story is what. What did the dad do? Like, if my son was shot in the head, like, uh, his dad was holding his son as he was dying, and screaming for help. He, this dude kind of looked crazy. So I know he my, does look crazy. Now my question is, is what why was he over dad, there? What does his dad look like? I need to see. He's right he's here. He's a he's a grieving father right now. Well, let me see. Let me click click on him. Let me see. I don't know. That dude looked kind of crazy. I'm not inviting him over to my house. Me either. Day. I'm not inviting him over either. Me either. If I saw this dude looking like that, I'm not inviting him over for a beer. Me neither. I'd have been afraid that beer would have been a gateway. He'd have been asking me about some other shit. Because well, he looked like... This dude looked like kind of like he's he'd be strung off on some stuff. He's kind of crazy looking. He's okay, so... He's definitely fucking my wife. Like, he wouldn't <laughs> care. So just for that right there, I'm not inviting him over. Like, I could right. look at him and like, you a white fucker, motherfucker. Wouldn't invite you over. Now, for me, I'm thinking you would fuck my wife, but the whole time I really honestly okay. Really sometimes, did. sometimes you say things that I have no, I, I, I have no words for things that you say. Sometimes I don't know. Sense, like I, he that just he sense. just looks Look, like I wouldn't want to invite him over. He looked crazy, and he would probably be trying to sleep with my wife. That's uh, okay. what I would be thinking about. But the whole time, this dude really end up killing my kid. When I'm thinking he gonna be sleeping with my right. wife, so trying to sleep with my wife because I know you ain't sleeping with him. He ain't your type. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Okay, so so Darius says some. Okay, I I while I was reading the story, apparently after he did what he did, he was walking back and forth with the gun in his hand. He seemed out of it, according to the neighbors and stuff. Then he fled the scene. But he was arrested the next day in Goldsboro. Why would you even flee the scene? Like you run out here in front of everybody, and these kids is. I don't know. Apparently, his parents. Um, I was reading also that his his mom and his dad talked about that he has me a mental issue. Um. Well, he has been charged with first degree murder. You live in and America, everybody has mental issues. I ain't killing no kid. Nah. I, yeah. He oh he's been charged with first degree murder and he's being held how with about no I bond. I make an announcement and an apology to anybody who's listening. How my my, my wife can't not talk into the microphone and keeps moving her head away. I'm gonna make you choke on that microphone. Um, I apologize. Any boss. yeah I'm okay, sorry. you I'm know what's gonna it. happen. You know what's gonna happen tonight getting, as soon as we shut this off. I'm not getting a raise. No. So, okay, I just wanted to bring that to you and to the podcast because it was so disturbing to me and I just wanted to discuss it some more. 
So now we're going to go on to the serial killer. We're going to be talking about this episode. Are you ready? Yes, boss. (laughs) Okay, babe. So this next serial killer that we're going to discuss is the one that I bet a lot of people have never heard of before we do this. Okay, yeah. Like, Let's take it, a that's shot. The whole pur- that's the only purpose why I'm arriving here. Like, right. Okay. And shit, we we usually take shots of tequila. So if this shit, if like this, if this ever gets done, I'm not sitting here no more. Okay, babe. So tell everybody what we, how do we take our shots of tequila? I mean, I drink it out of the bottle, but my wife, she's kind of a puss, so she needs to shake it with ice and lime and salt and all this. But I'll just drink it out the bottle. Like I like it chilled. Like your heart. <laughs> Do I have permission to drink this, boss? Shot first. Okay, boss. Kay. Thank you for letting me drink on the job, boss. You're welcome. Ooh, I need to drink a little water She's after that one. it with water. Okay. I, I chase it with more tequila. <laughs> okay. So, like I was saying before you interrupted me with for the shot, was that we're going to talk about a serial killer that a lot of people have never heard of. Um, well, you know, you, I know you have never heard of her. Um, I just want to know why the first one was a girl and the second one's a girl. Are because I'm kind of going, something? I'm going in a I'm theme waiting for a man. Like you're doing <laughs> two females now. I'm, can you, can you let me get ahead with what I'm trying to say? Yes, boss. Okay. So I'm going to continue with the female serial killers of the early 19th to the 20th centuries. 19th centuries, 1800, 20th centuries, 1900s. You know that, right, babe? Yes, boss. Okay. We discussed Nanny Doss the last episode, and she reigned in the early mid-20th century. So are you ready now for Belle Gunness? Yes, boss. Okay. This week's serial killer is Belle Gunness a.k.a. Hell's Bells. She was born November 22nd, 1859, and she died in 1930. She was born in Norway, and she came to the U.S. in 1881. Uh, Killer Bell Gunness is reported to have murdered more than 40 people between 1884 and 1908 before her death on the murder form. And I say death with the you know, quotations. He raised his hand. Okay, yes, you can talk. So, this first girl murdered. It was 11. She murdered 11. Mm-hmm. So, you have to find a second one that murdered more people? Yeah, 40 people. And it could have been more. I'm starting to think maybe something's wrong with you. <laughs> Before her death on her. Okay, the look. Ne- the next one's going to murder 80? She had. So she lived on a farm, and it was afterwards. It was called the murder farm, and you're gonna see why. Okay, so remember how Nanny Doss would find her husbands in the Lonely Heart columns? That was disturbing when you said husbands. Like that's disturbing, but yes. Yes. Okay. Bell Gunness searched for her victims by posting notices in Lovelorn columns, and so she her like, aim was that she wanted a wealthy man. So is this shit like eHarmony back in the day? Yes, it's, it's eHarmony or any of those dating apps. This is what how they used to do it. They post an ad. So she was searching, purposely searching for a wealthy man. She'd get them to her farm, and then they were never seen again. So 
they were gone. They were done. Eventually, authorities found the bodies of 40 victims on her property. However, they aren't sure they even found Belle because, according to them, they're not sure. They still don't know, and she disappeared without a trace. Okay. Belle Gunness was born Brinehild, Paul's daughter, Seth. Stress. Seth. Stress. I think we need like another shot, then we pronounce another shot. Okay, yeah, okay. Let's do another shot. Keep going. She was born, like I said, November 22nd um, in Selbu, Norway in 1859. Her father was a stonemason. Do you know what a stonemason is? Yes, boss. What's a stonemason? Some other people might not know what it is, boss. Okay, a stonemason is um, a person that creates a shot. You could have kept talking. I'll gurgle this like this. Okay, so a stonemason is a creator of buildings um, and structures, sculptures using stone as their main material. So farm buildings, houses, bridges, viaducts. Yes. I'll be honest, boss. Yes. I didn't know what it was. But, but I you just, just wanted. I just kind of <laughs> said yes, but other people might not know. And right. You volunteered that information. Ooh. You're smart. I am. I should have admitted to it, but I had to let you know on the secret. I figured you didn't know, babe. That's why I put it in there too. That's why I wanted to explain it. Damn. You okay. judge me like that? I just know you. I don't need to judge you. Damn. I know you. I okay. Gotta start, step up my education. <laughs> so Belle grew up really poor poor she was dirt poor as they call it and she came to the u.s purposely to look for wealth the american dream like most did and they still do now they still come here looking for the american dream that's what that's what she i man you say you say some off the wall my my face says it all right now yeah okay says it all right okay it's reported, check this out, she was six feet tall and she weighed 200 pounds. So she was not a small woman and she could fight off a man if she wanted to. This is important. Fight off of a man this is important. She's six feet tall. This is important that you know that she's six feet tall and 200 pounds. Okay. Okay. Once she came to the United States, she would commit insurance frauds and crimes, excuse me, that eventually grew to murder. And her first marriage here in the United States was to Mads Albert Sorensen in 1884. They opened a confectionery store. Do you know what a confectionery store is, babe? I do, but some other people might not know what it is. Okay, so it's a sweets sweets shop. So it's all candies, cakes, pies. It's a sweets store. Why did they they use that word for, like, for me... Actually, you wrote this. Why'd you use that? I would have put Willy Wonka store. Like, that's letting <laughs> me know what the hell's in the store. Okay. So, she had four children with him. Caroline, Axel, Myrtle, and Lucy. And they had one foster daughter, and her name was Jenny Olsen. Um, that store would eventually burn down, as well as their home. And two of her children, Caroline and Axel, died from acute colitis and I'm sorry to ask you, but do you know what acute colitis is? Um, lung failure. Oh, my God. I know you're it's joking. It's got, like, some itis in there, so I'm <laughs> thinking, like, something with the... Stomach issues. Oh. And what did we learn the last time? 
about stomach issues. Oh, food poisoning? Poisoning. Wait, I'm confused. Hold up. You said they died. So two of her children, Caroline Axel, yeah, but died just from. You worded it like they had the fire and they died in the fire for a second. There. No, I didn't. No, you I said their how their store would burn down, then their house would burn down as well. Later and then on, you said I said two of the children, Caroline Axel, died from acute colitis. Okay, so we all know by now that she death by the, stomach she, issues. She burnt the house in the business now. Okay, so we all stomach issues usually means that a poison was See, involved. You should have said that first, and then later on said the insurance fraud. Oh, yeah, well. make it more mystery. I mean, it's still the same thing though. It's no, like it's when you're eating thing. a plate of a plate of rice and beans and meat. If you mix it all up, you're still eating the same thing. You don't gotta no, pick because, up one of each thing. No, because when you're telling a story, you gotta do plot. What's the other shit in stories? They got the whole breakdown in stories. The plot, the this, and this, and that. I know, but I can't think of it right now. Okay, so... She collected the insurance money on the children, both children, and on the house and the store. Our kids don't got no damn insurance. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Our kids got insurance. Because, I don't know, a lot of people have insurance on their kids. Nah, okay, knock it off. Sh- okay. <laughs> they, so, like I said, they were able to claim the insurance money for the store um, burning down. Um, and a little later, her husband died of heart failure. On the exact same day that his two life insurance policies overlapped. Do you know what that means? Yeah, that means they were, they were no good. No. But so when a person has multiple insurance policies... With the same coverage risk, uh, other insurance clauses, they come into play, meaning that the clause dictates which policy would cover the loss, right? So it could benefit the policyholder because they have multiple sources of insurances to cover whatever happened to that person that's insured. And in some cases, one insurer has to pay both policies. That means she would receive two life insurance payments on one life. Sounds like you know too much about this shit, <laughs> motherfucker. I cook your food. Yeah, that shit won't work no more, though. You gotta be creative. Right. Like, so, like me, I'll just take you offshore fishing and just one of us is coming back. <laughs> hey, no. F- my my mom and my sister know that if I ever end up missing, they know who to say, tell the police to look at. So don't even play that. Good thing I know how to fake cry. <laughs> don't matter. Okay, so apparently the first autopsy found that her husband, Mads, had passed away from uh, stritrine. Sturchnine is a highly toxic, toxic, colorless, crystalline, crystalline alkaloid. It's usually used to kill small vertebrates like birds and rodents. Um, but then Belle's doctor took a look and overruled that and determined that her husband died of heart failure. So here she is getting away with another murder. What do you mean another murder? I thought that's her two her kids. Remember they died of yeah. stomach issues. Okay, this yeah, is a claim. Yeah, we don't really know that she killed the kids yet. Wait, not yet, but I'm I'm guessing she did. Okay, so after that she moved to Laporte, Indiana. Where in 1901, she bought a 42-acre farm. Well, she wasn't that dirt poor. 
She just took out. She oh, just yeah, had yeah, yeah. four. You're right, you're That's right, you're right. She got life insurance. She's, yes, she's a, she's, she's wealthy. I'm she, rich, bitch. Right. For now. So so now she was considered a woman of means. So she could buy this forty-two acre farm, no problem. Yeah, for ten thousand dollars. Right. So she was greedy again. and she wanted more. Part of that farm burnt down, and again she collected more insurance money. And we have to burn our house down tomorrow. Is that the yeah? That's the way to get out of a mortgage, right? Possibly. Shoot. I had a gun safe in there with hella gold <laughs> bars. Gold bars. <laughs> gold bars. Some Jordans, some 11s, some 4s. Okay, so a year later, she she met and married Peter Gunnis. So now we know that she still carries this last name. This was in 1902. Um, she married him and... He ended up dying and his infant daughter died too. Um, after the infant died under mysterious circumstances, Peter must have felt like something wasn't right because he sent his oldest daughter, Swanhild, Swanhild to live with relatives. So after his baby died, he got his older daughter out of there. And that would be the but only see, child to survive Bill Gunness. sound like this Peter dude and the infant died at the same time. Uh, no, I said eventually they would both die. Uh, so eventually they would both die. And he must have felt like something was wrong because he sent his oldest daughter away. And she would, she would become the only child to survive Bill Gunness. Okay. Okay, so Peter had a very bizarre accident with how he passed away. Do you want to hear how it, how he passed away? I don't want to hear none of this. Okay. I'm just <laughs> here. So, I'm just here because I was told I'm getting some fellatio tonight if I come, so I'm coming. Well, you're, no, you're, you're, not, be, coming. you're, not, <laughs> you're not behaving properly enough for that. Sorry, boss. Okay. So a meat grinder fell off of a kitchen shelf and onto his head. That's how he accidentally died. Um, now, remember I mentioned that they had an adopted daughter, a foster child? No, you never mentioned Yes, I that. did in no, the beginning. Didn't. Okay, look. No, you didn't. How much you want to bet? Listen, I'm I'll, bet, it, you, I'm I'll bet you a shot right now. I'm reading the same I'll thing. I'll bet you. Okay. Stop uh, reading. Why are you putting me on blast about reading? It's just my outline. Well, I'm outlining the same shit that you're outlining. Okay, how much you want to bet? Some of the words you ate, like the pesticide. You how, much, how much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet right now? A shot. No, because we have to re- Put your them. money where your mouth is. Shot. The only way to prove Put this, your money where your mouth is. Shot. Now, you interrupting me, you peasant. Shot. You better calm I'm down a peasant? You better calm down before <laughs> I let you know who the boss is. Do you, do you know how much way, I know about serial killers? Do you really want to be messing with me? You know, Take a shot. You know how crazy Because, look. I'll just kill you and go to the police station myself and say I did it. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the only way we can prove this is by- actually re-listening to the podcast no i can so i know the, what i said so i'm thinking what we should do is we should bet three shots and when we're done here we listen to the podcast and see if you talk about anything about adoption in the next podcast you start that podcast off with three shots okay but i'm telling so you put i did your money where you, I, you didn't okay bet so put your money where your mouth is okay bet. what's written down Three Bet. shots, okay. listen to the podcast, keep going with your story. Okay. We shook on it. Okay, Three we shots shook. on the next podcast. Bro. All right. Okay. 
So that Jenny Olson, her adopted daughter, um, was must have been a witness to the death because she shared with her classmates that her mama had killed her pa, hitting him with a meat cleaver. And eventually Jenny, Jenny would die as well. She'd be discovered two years later after going missing, dead. They found her. So she ratted Belle Gunness out. Belle Gunness ended up killing her. I know, that's messed up. Okay, so with the death of her husband, the coroner noted that there was poison in his system. And he ordered an inquest into it because he noticed that the poison was there. She cried her tears. She played the grieving wife. And she got away with that because there was no hard evidence. They didn't, couldn't find any hard evidence. How was there no hard evidence when they just said they found poison? Yeah. <laughs> this dude beats she, me. Because you know, if that would happen sucked. now, That this yeah, she she'd su- be caught. She sucked him off back then and was like, oh, I was mistaken. Right. So she cashed in his life insurance policy, and at the same time, she was pregnant. She gave birth to um, his son, Philip Gunnis. No, she gave birth to another life insurance fraud. <laughs> oh, that's so wrong to say. That is, but, but Philip truth, does die. She was, it's true because she, she kills him. She does oh, kill this baby, Bendito. Oh, Lord of mercy. Yeah, I know. So this is so she started putting her ads in again in the Love Lorn ads and it'd say this is l- a what real ex- this is literally what she wrote. She this is her this is her ad. Tell me what you would if you were in these days. If I was reading this ad. If you were if reading I, this if I, ad. If I wanted some ass and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> and I'm reading this. Okay. Personal this is what it's personal ad. Comely widow who owns a large farm in one of the finest districts in Laporte County, Indiana, Indiana, desires to make the acquaintance of a gentleman equally well provided with view of joining fortunes. No replies by letters considered unless sender is willing to follow answer with personal visit. Triflers need not apply. I mean, to me, it would be, like, no different than me being a girl and going to a bar and this dude got, like, a Lamborghini, a Porsche, and, you know, he, his suit's rented and his car's rented, and he's talking about the house over here on the intercoastal and the water. Like, you got baby dick syndrome. So, for me, I'm thinking for her, like, she's not, her that ads, she's like, lying. You, you got dry vagina syndrome. <laughs> like, like, for me, it's like, what are you trying to impress me too hard? Right. Okay, you start so this shit off right when you said large farm. I had to hear no more. Like, yeah, you trying to lure people in. That is what she was doing because she's letting them know she's rich. Back then would have been. Ching. <laughs> Let me write this ad. <laughs> she's a widow too. Okay, so guys would they would answer the ad and they would disappear after meeting her. And she'd always make sure to tell them that they must bring their savings, and. I don't know if maybe people were, yes, I don't know if people were more dense back then or what it is. Because when I read these things now, I'm just thinking to myself, how could you not think that something was like, if a woman's telling you now, okay, come visit me, but bring all your money. 
a man today in this I'm world is not gonna do it. How much fellatio am I about to be getting? <laughs> like, I'm about to just bring it for no reason. So, and then she would also tell them that not to tell anyone that sh- they were coming to meet her. I mean, shit, that's how, no. No, exactly. I just want, okay, dudes come here, though. How the fuck is she killing these dudes? I would like to think, like, I hate to be sexist. I ain't trying to be sexist. You know, you hit me on some sly shit. I'm fucking taking a shot, and as my head's back, you just put a knife in my throat. Like, you know, but, like, I would like to think I'm pretty observant. You ain't about to just slay my shit tonight. Like, how is she just killing these dudes? Well, okay, let's find out how she kills them. Um, back on what I was saying though. So an article I read stated that um they were believe they believed they were buying shares of her farm or that they were paying off her mortgage and then marrying her. Freaking the tequila always makes me have indigestion. So after the transactions took place, she'd poison and then bludgeon them. So, so she, she knocks she them never, out and then she bludgeon means she would take something and crash them, break their yeah, head. So she knocked them out. How she knock poison? Poison. She'd give them poison. And she was roofing people back in the nineteen yeah. hundreds. Mm-hmm. It, this was in yeah nineteen early nine the very early nineteen hundreds. Um, Jack Rosewood, author of Bell Gunners, The True Story of the Slaying Mother, Hysterical Ser- Serial Killer and Murderers. That's the name of the book. Um, he said in his book that she'd dismember the bodies and she'd feed them to her pigs or she'd bury them in the hog pen. See, I already knew, I already knew that was coming with the whole farm shit. Yeah. Because, like, if I, if I got a farm, like, we feeding some shit to some pigs. There was one instance, uh, a man named John Moe. Um, who came to her farm and had actually chatted with the neighbors, told the neighbors that he came to the farm with his life savings of a thousand dollars and he was paying off his paying off um Bell's mortgage. Uh, a couple of weeks later, the m- neighbors never saw him again. George Anderson would be the only man that would visit Bell Gunness and leave alive. So he agreed that he'd pay off her mortgage and that they would be married. But one night after dinner, he was sleeping and he I, he must have felt something wasn't right. So he opened his eyes and she was standing above him with a guttering candle, candle in her hand. And when he woke up and he looked at her, he disturbed her, I guess, and she just ran out. That, you know, that very next day he took a train and he left to Missouri. So she's a chicken shit bitch. Right. Like she, she maybe, you know what? Shit. If she was in there, she must have tried to poison him. Yeah, but she could do all of this shit. But this man opens up his eyes and she's just dried. That's a, that is it that, listen, if that was a dude. Can you give me that? If that was a dude, wouldn't it be like, damn, you got a baby dick, right? So right. she do got a dry vagina. Like she has a baby dick. <laughs> like he opens up his eyes and she got scared. She wasn't she expecting got scared, it. Even with everybody, she's already murked because she has to murk them secretly because she can't do it because she ain't. She doesn't want them to be so alive the while next she's doing it. Killer girl I want is a true cold blooded killer because she ain't no true bl- cold blooded killer. I want a true one. I mean, that's still cold blooded killer. She's she's. 
I want to. She dismember. Okay, this. She doesn't have a weak stomach though because she's dismembering these people. No, are just feeding them the whole. No, no, she doesn't. She dismembers them. I want a girl that is going up behind a dude with a knife, like a fucking some shoelace and strangling his ass and holding his ass and killing him. Like I want. I don't know. I think the only. I won't say who it is, but I I know a brutal one that'll come later. Okay. Where was I at? He left to Wisconsin. Okay, so now we're on to the another victim, um, Ol B Budsberg. He didn't go to the police. No, he never. He didn't go to the police. So Ol B Budsberg. Bitch. <coughs> keep going. He's an elderly widower. Um, he visited her, but before he got to her, he mortgaged, um, he mortgaged off his land in Wisconsin and he got several thousand dollars for it. Um, his sons did not know that their father was uh, visiting Belle, but once they found out, they actually wrote her and she responded and she told them that she had never seen their father. I'm surprised she didn't try to lure them in and be like, more life insurance. <laughs> um, yeah. That's these, That was just a few of them. So, in 1908, one of her victim's brothers um, became suspicious. Uh, and soon after, her farmhouse burnt down. And after the farmhouse burnt down, there were skeletons that were found um, after the fire. Uh, three were children, and um, the fourth was believed to be Bell Gunness, but it was missing its skull. Why would they believe it was her then? It was the same body type and everything. They thought she had been murdered. So, um, after that, on her property grounds, the rest of the victims were found. There was 40 men and children in total. She would butcher everybody the same way. She would uh, chop their legs at the knees and cut the arms off at the sh- at the shoulders, and they'd always be decapitated. So she cut their heads off too. Did we get a total money amount of what she has accumulated off of death? No, I, cu- I couldn't find it. I couldn't Try find that. I did. Yeah, I, I did. I will Google this after we're done here. And tell me if you find it. And then, and well, you I know what? If you it, find it, you will. If I find it, I'm doing the next serial killer. Okay. Because you be leaving out information. All right. So she had a right-hand man I'm and his name. i do the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Retarded ones. <laughs> That's exactly what you would do. <laughs> House of Wax. Oh, my God. i just watch the movie and write about it. Right. <laughs> Okay, so she had a right-hand man, uh, and it was her supposed lover as well because he, he was in love with her. His name was Ray Lamb here. So he was arrested for murder and arson on May 22nd, 1908, and he was found guilty of the arson but not the murder, and he was sentenced to 21 years. He died in prison, but he revealed everything about Val Gunness on his deathbed and which included the burning of her house and the body that was found that it wasn't her. That's what he said on his deathbed years later. So the two had traveled to Chicago to pick up a housekeeper. 
and that's who what who the body was according to him was this housekeeper they traveled to chicago to pick up because she had the whole thing planned already because she felt things were closing in on her she apparently withdrew all most of her money from her accounts and then disappeared which is true her money was missing from the accounts but they found her supposed body in the fire to be honest i think she might have got away she got away i think so i believe that why would the head be missing because yeah her, the head's missing because she didn't want them to identify that it wasn't her that's some smart shit right so now we have a so you like with nanny Doss, i gave you a theory on why she felt that she was the way she was remember when she was a little girl she hit her head i don't remember that podcast at all one in one year and out the other just like this one. Oh my god Yes, I know. Okay, okay. So in 1877, she was actually pregnant. She had attended a dance in her country. um, And she was kicked in her stomach and she miscarried this baby. This is the theory. And the man who did it. That's no fucking theory. The man who did it was a rich man. And he never faced charges for it. He didn't get in any trouble. not why she started killing kids and fucking. But listen to this. He did die soon afterwards, though. I mean, maybe she killed him. How did he but die? according to her peop- her family and people that knew her, after this incident happened, she she was never the same. So she could have hated rich men, and she was like, you know I what, I'm going to... Oh, God, you killed my kid, and I'm so depressed, and I hate rich men. Let me kill my other kids? Like, no, you are it's fucked just up. It's just crazy, right? Okay. You are fucked up. Right, that's just a theory. I'm just giving that you a theory. Is no theory. Maybe she killed this dude and he supplied her with some type of anger and she had no control over what happened, so she wanted to get that control back and kill his ass and then her pussy got wet as hell afterwards and then she started having to kill all kinds of shit afterwards. I don't know, but that ain't that ain't no gateway drug to killing kids. Right. Okay, so I want to show you something. Okay, this picture right here, but first. Okay, so. I for, oh, and I did forget to tell you that um, bridge work, dental bridge work was found in the burnt down house. And the coroner said that that was enough to say that, yeah, it was Bell Gunness. But they still well, weren't sure. They dental if there was no There was head. no head, right. Because she took out her own teeth or something. If she took out her own teeth, that has nothing to do with it. She left it there so they could identify it. So she left teeth? This is just a speculation. So so she pulled out her teeth and left it. That's what I'm saying because they they never found a head. Clarify that. Okay, so they never found a head, but but they they found found teeth teeth and the body. body. If she pulled out her teeth, she's ruthless. And she left it there and took off her head. I mean, uh, had no head, took off the other lady's head and left her teeth there to make people think it was her. And she got away with this shit and had all the money. She's, like, fucking attractive as hell. Like, that's some gangster-ass, <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde type, like, I'm about to... Well, do you think she was attractive when she was young? She, she Back then, she was pretty, I right? I don't know. In the, in the eyes back then of a young man... Looking at her, she would have been pretty. I don't know. That shit is black and white. Well, it's in the, that's in the 1800s. But I only like Spanish women, so. 
Well, then you wouldn't have found her attractive. I would have been in Miami <laughs> and New York. Where was this at? You said in her country earlier and didn't even say where Norway. she Norway. Yes, I oh, did. No. You want to bid another that. shot? No, you did say that. You know, okay. You okay, so in 2008. Babe. In 2008, they DNA tested their, um, those remains because they wanted to see if it really was her, and it came back inconclusive. So the samples were too degraded, so they couldn't prove that it wasn't her. But now listen to this. Check this out. So in 1931, a woman named Esther Carlson died in Los Angeles. This is L.A. And while she, she was waiting on trial for the murder of her husband at this time in 1931, this lady esther carlson so people say she looked just like Belle, and she was in the same age she carried around pictures of three kids that look like Belle's children i don't know but what do you think about that not enough information do you think she died in that house fire probably or do not. you think it was just her plan i don't know it was probably her plan she was honestly probably just pretty smart so if we look at it because i want to show you this lady so this is her Young, she was obviously younger here than she was there. That's her with three of her kids. She honestly looks like she wants to kill him, right? So, there. look, look how that's one looks. of the deta- decapitated heads. And this is Ray Lamp, this is the um, right hand man. So, this is her house burnt down. They're looking through it. These are bones, things that belong to the victims, and then that's the farm. She honestly looks like a killer. So remember, just now I said Esther Carlson, so I actually Googled that so we can see together if you think this was her. So this is in 1931. They're saying they think this is her. Mm. I mean, to be honest, it's... it's she just looks skinnier, right? That's the only thing. Look no, at her nose. Look at the skinny no, nose. Look at her. Hey, look. No, look. Listen, her nose is the only thing in common. But look at. Stop. Because, like, look. This picture doesn't do enough justice. You would have to have. You would have to see a couple other pictures. Because, like, look at her lips. Lips don't match, right? Look at the chin. Chin don't match. Look at the. Sh- the her her nose somewhat matches but the nose on the carl li- girl looks longer yeah. looks you longer, know what look longer she's just older and skinnier here no, you can't really tell so you obviously think is her oh i think they're i think it's it could i think i honestly think it could be no, her because look at the ear look at the earlobes look at her ear she got fat earlobes and look at the other picture like it's probably not her probably not her but like I said, you have to see other pictures. So I wonder what she did, though, if she did get away. I wonder if she continued killing for money. Maybe she had enough money and she went into retirement. Mm. Okay. So remember how I asked you, like, a, I asked a fact question the last episode? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have one now for you. What is the most common motivation for female serial killers without looking at that? To be honest, probably money. A lot of them be doing that life insurance shit. Right. So, yeah. So, a 2015 study published by the Journal of Forensic Psychiatry and Psychology found that the most common motive for female serial killers was financial gain. And almost 40 of them had experienced some sort of mental illness. I hate that term. 
like mental illness like haven't we all gone through some mental shit no but that's a whole different topic that we're not gonna discuss here i mean explain what's a mental thing a loved one in your family dying is that mental uh, tragedy no 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 uh so like rape can only be a mental no no being abused can only be a mental no you none of that stuff has to happen to you for you to to have some kind of mental illness yeah but this is like like how this says 40 percent of them experience some sort of mil- mental illness i'm trying to get on top of the mental well illness. they're not saying the cause of the mental illness they're just saying trying, me i mean mental illness could be anything bipolar schizophrenia yeah, manic it depression experience some sort so like Shot. Let's cheers again. Okay, and before we end, there's actually something I want to show you. So I'm clocking out. This was my one hour. No, I'm telling. Let me show I'm you this first. One, you got. Six you minutes. you cannot clock out until I say you can clock out. I'm telling you, you're still gonna have to wait here. I will catch a DV tonight. Okay, <laughs> so that looks like a sandwich wrapped in. There. My brother went to New Orleans, right? Hey, that looks like a sandwich. Though. He's went two times this month, and he knows I'm into all this, everything witchy, witchy, just anything paranormal, murders, anything. So the first thing I'm going to show you, babe, the first thing I'm going to show you is he actually went to Madame. Oh, hell no. That better not be what I think it is. No, it's good fortune. He brought me two good luck dolls. No. One for protection. This, I've had this. And one for good luck and good fortune. Those ain't no voodoo dolls. No, they're good luck charms. See? Good luck and good fortune. Like I don't know, but they've been it once for good luck and good fortune, and one is for protection. One of them was supposed to be for Madi. No, so if you yes, but if you know the origins of voodoo, they were not originally meant to be bad. And look. It's literally for protection. If I break that neck off right now, there's going to be some person in this world just walking around with a bent neck. Nah. 180 degrees just. Uh, so, so good luck, good fortune. And um, this one's for protection. Okay, and each so of these dolls is 30 bucks okay. each, babe. Is your brother going to listen to this shit? Because, like, why in the hell did he not keep the good fortune one then for himself? Why he going to? He do- bought himself one. He did. Why not buy, like, four of them hoes? I don't know how much he he bought. So I wish that we could I could take a picture. I had some place to show these so that they could see what they look like. But I thought that was pretty cool because these were um actually let me see the name of the place. Well, I mean I'm trying to search oh Marie Lavu. Do you know who Marie Lavu is? Yes, but some people might not know that are listening. <laughs> she was she was a, a a witch. She was a practitioner of voodoo. She was a herbalist, a midwife, 
in um, New Orleans. Well, there's a store in know, New Orleans that's I know, called. I, know, uh, I wish I had more family than her. Who? The Anderson sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Sanderson. You Sanderson. didn't. Shut it. Oh, Damn my it. God. You're I, fail. I, I was in there, though. <laughs> fail, man. Dude, the Sanderson? Sanderson sisters. Oh, Babe, Whatever, come on, man. man. We, watch, we watch that movie every Halloween. I was in there though. Okay, so next thing, and actually, I would I would probably discuss her in one of our podcasts because she's really interesting. So now, this is the second thing he just brought me back because he just came back, actually on s- Monday, this past Monday, and this is a writer writer tarot deck. So this is a, one of the original tarot card decks, and he brought it back for me. You see, you see how my family knows what I like and what I don't like. I, mean, I haven't opened it, but I mean, I have my other one that I looked at. I haven't looked at this one yet, but I thought that was really cool because that was really thoughtful of him. Is he into that creepy shit too? N- he's not really into it, but he he respects it. Just like, I mean, you respect it too. That's why you don't. I'm only here for the liquor. Right. <laughs> okay. You know Marshawn Lynch? I'm here so I don't get fine. Right. I'm here so I don't get beat. <laughs> okay, babe, is there anything else you want to say? What do you, How do you think our second podcast episode went? Better than the first one? Possibly. I think it went really well. We argue too much. Yeah, but I think that's our, how we talk to each other and every you day. get back on track. But I'm I'm trying to get back. Okay, so thank you for listening to our podcast episode number two, Shots with Killers. Um, please tune in again. Um, I'm for our next week's episode. We are gonna try and drop these episodes every Monday. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Podbean. As well, just look for Shots with Killers. And here, that's our last shot. Thank you. Cash app, Shots with Killers, too. <laughs> Not even a goodbye? I, I'm saying bye. Give me a chance. Bye. Say bye, babe. Babe, say Bye. And you're going to really walk out the door without saying bye. (laughs) Okay, I'll say bye for him since he wants to be a butthead. Bye, and thanks for listening.